Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. What a weekend of motorsport! F1, F2, F3, IndyCar, IndyCar lights, World Superbikes. What have I missed? NASCAR. Oh, and NASCAR you as well. Miss NASCAR. Yeah. Well, um, what are we? I mean, so much. But I spent all Sunday at times thirty and times ten and watching <laughs> skies. And, I mean, fa- I mean, of course, we have to start with Formula One. I mean, and 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 well. <laughs> Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso set the pace Aston in early practice. Martin. Absolutely brilliant. Aston Martin are back. And there's one reason why they're back. Adrian Newey. Because well, it's not Adrian Newey, because it's 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 the bloke they stole a year ago. <laughs> exactly, so, but he used to work for Adrian Newey. But he was the head of aerodynamics, Dan uh, Fallows, was it? Dan Fallows. And that was, he, they, he had to leave in 2021, and then he had to, after a year's gardening lead, so he's only allowed to join Aston Martin in 2022, in the middle so he's had the six months, and apparently he brought a few because Helmut Marco is already moaning today. <laughs> How can you moan that he doesn't just take fallows? He took some other members, and they've got very good memories, and they've come up with a with Red Bull's aero concept, obviously, and put it on an Aston Martin, and it just goes to show, almost sadly, how important the aerodynamicist is, and obviously is Newey's pretty new is concept that Fallows then developed because obviously new is the sort of genius that comes up with a plan and yes so they've now got Red Bull infrastructure in, in an Aston look at the difference it makes and that's what Formula 1 now sadly is all about how good not how good your drivers are but how good your aerodynamicists are yeah but it's always been about how good your car is as well well so, to a certain extent but it's now it's more and more and more that's what I complain about you know, it's yeah more the drivers are so even let's yeah. you know, we're, we're, other than Max who's a <laughs> Who's just uh, just? It's getting boring now with Max Verstappen. Quite, well, of course, the underlying story is when Lance Stroll banging his wrist. So that was the other element of the Aston Martin story. It was, it was a double feel-good factor, wasn't it? Because Fernando, who let's face it, Fernando loves being centre of attention, and and that was why he sat on deck chairs and moaned about his Formula Two <laughs> engine. And he's always wanted when when other drivers are winning the championships to be the still the centre of attention. Don't forget, don't forget me. Don't forget Fernando. And now, of course, he's got a car to match his talents. He's absolutely soaking it up. 41 years of age. So so you're right. So Lance Stroll uh, fell off uh, his mountain bike, didn't know whether he's going to make it. Then there was all that kerfuffle. Um, is he allowed to race? Because he struggled to get out of the car. The engineers had him out, held him out. But, of course, he had to go through tests to make sure that he could get out of the car on his own if there was an emergency. And then at the same time, people saying, Lance Stroll can't even get out of the car. Um, and he's allowed to drive. And Lewis Hamilton's got a stud on his nose and he's not allowed to drive. So, a lot of controversy, but I think Lance did well as well, especially yeah, yeah, considering giving credit. But he shows how good the car is, you know. That's the, he's way, way behind a lot. But I mean, it's without. He, hang on, he's way behind, story. way behind Alonso, Alonso, but he's only, he's only, he didn't do the hundred odd laps no, that Alonso true. did uh, last week yeah, in, in Bahrain, which has to make a massive. But without difference. Aston Martin's story, boy, it would have been a boring Grand Prix, you know. I mean. Luckily, there's always something that seems to make a Grand Prix exciting. I'm so bored of Red Bull. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, so not Max. Max is now. so good. They're even better. Everyone's now saying they're going to win every race. Oh, Max is so good. He's oh, so man. unbelievably good. So, such a talented guy. Um, but Christian Horner, I'm so bored of him. I'm so bored of Red Bull. <laughs> and I'm so bored because if you remember last year, we're all thinking, oh yes, they've got this penalty for the for the price yeah. cap thing. They got this wind tunnel penalty. They're yeah. not going to spend as much time. They're going to be really hindered by at least half a second a lap. That's what Christian Horner said. But they're still living on the benefits they got for having yeah. the extra money for the red. Or well, maybe. <laughs> but, so, I mean, but you can't come. I mean, there's always for so long since <laughs> it since aero was invented. In, by the Lotus in 79, when they invent, other people look at ground effect, there's been a dominant car. 
So when Lotus were the first team, though, ground effect, Mario Andretti cruised to a world championship. Before that, you know, it was loads of people winning races. James Hunt could win on the Heskins. You could all build a car that could win. Yeah. Loads, you watch a grid before that. And that is why I'm so trying to get this aerodynamicist quashed down and, <laughs> you know, rules that tie aerodynamicists to tiny little bits and let mechanical engineers go back to being important. Because I mean, you had McLaren dominating for years, then you had Ferrari with Schumacher for years, then you had Lewis Hamilton with Mercedes. Well, I think Mercedes' main advantage with Lewis was more the engine, because they came up with that different type of, with the 20,000 revving prop shaft going from the front to the, through the V of the engine instead of, not a V, it's got a V, it's got a V. Um, so yes, yeah, so I think when you have aerodynamically dominated regulations, you're going to get one genius that'll come up with something like they've done and they just walk away with it. But funny enough, in the reports, all the other teams, it's not so much the air and the grip. They're saying it's the tyre degradation. And that's what um, um, Aston Martin now have developed, the same as Red Bull. So they get less degradation because... They can push harder and not wear the tyres out. It's the deg that they say. The genius, whatever it is, the trick they've got means the tyres, they can go as fast and not wear the tyres out so quickly. What about, so, bad news, obviously, for, for Ferrari, Charles Leclerc. Yeah, well, I've got my list here. Yeah, so, we, uh, Helmut Marcus already moaning about that. So the Dendamasists have joined, um, you know, yeah, he said, <laughs> that, that, that was what um, said, that they obviously have a good memory. Yeah, They're not quite good enough to stop a Red Bull 1-2. Um, but Fernando, the whole thing was Fernando. He came from sixth up to third with the story of the weekend, really. But he's still 27 seconds behind Perez and, what, um, 38 seconds behind Max. So it's still a huge gap. Then Long Slant strolled to that good sixth place with his, with his banged-up wrist. What else did I notice? Leclerc, again, number one, got Saints back in his pocket. and, um, and for, for both qualifying wins. and the race, yeah. of course. So until he I always thought Charles was a better, you know. Yeah, you said cars. that. You said that throughout. Lewis put George in his place slightly. George out qualified him by a few thousands, yep, didn't he? But he did. in the race, Lewis um, put George in his place slightly in the Mercedes battle. Bottas got a good eighth place for Alfa Romeo. It's a good looking car, that Alfa Romeo. No, Mayer. you see, you said, I was going to bring this up later. You, you said, <laughs> gosh, that's the best looking car. <laughs> it, they put a, the red that was in the press launch didn't seem to be there. It was like a dark red. I told you the Aston Martin looked like Mercedes. They look both look black. You're, and black. you're no. They're completely so dark, different. The Mercedes are good so as well. Dark. Your your mate Jeremy Clarkson was on the grid. He yes, um he sick. said Alfa Romeo as well. So close up, it might look good, but out on the track. Gasly, Gasly was one of the other stories that got I'm lost. So pleased. Twentieth, like twentieth, and they're running the full pink um colour scheme at the moment. I think they're going back to the pink and blue at some stage, but that looked good, stood out well. But we never saw much of Gasly, didn't we, the race? Well, it, well, it, but, so he was out um, qualified by Ocon. He a, well, he had a terrible qualifier. He yeah. had his lap discounted uh, Gasly. Absolutely. So, but he did, he, Great drive, 20th to 9th. Yeah, so he, but he absolutely... Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a massive Ocon fan, so I was quite pleased that Gasly... Well, he spent the race driving for the pits, Ocon. Did he got, well, he got pinged first for a, <laughs> not being in the right place on the grid, so he had to come in for that. And then the mechanic moved before the five second penalty and then he got another ping and then he sped out the pit lane and got another ping so Ocon spent half the race going in and out the pit lane whereas um, you know Gasly had a tremendous race yeah he did had a really good race it's going to be interesting those two they're going to be closer than you think yeah uh, I think you know from qualifying Ocon kind of had the slight edge there but yeah, um, Gasly just had a bad so. yeah 
What about Albon? Yeah. Another, another point. How often is it we're praising? Hooray, <laughs> Williams point. got one point. And it's so important for the teams for morale. morale. And they, they, you had look a good at, run. Talking morale, look at the, 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 the third place for Aston Martin. It was like they just won the World Championship. It was amazing. <laughs> so good to see. Um, he held off Yuki Tsunoda. Yuki Tsunoda, good job putting De Vries in his place slightly. Everybody thought Nick De Vries might upset Yuki's year. Yeah, you say that. It wasn't, like, it wasn't that dominating, was it? It was, it was well ahead of De Vries, yeah, the whole qualifying yeah. and the race. Um, and then right behind De Vries was um, the American Logan Sargent. Sargent. I thought it did a great job yeah, for Williams. All these teams say we can't risk having a rookie who'll crash the car and Schumacher it, and Mick Schumacher, that is. But really good run for Logan Sargent. Even a lot of the qualifying sessions, he was ahead of, of Alex. So good for De Vries, um, so Sargent. Who's well, Sassy's struggled badly in the race. I mean, we had the moment of Hulkenberg being in the top 10, didn't we? But it didn't really show in the race. And then finally, we have to McLaren. talk about McLaren. Oh, what's going on? McLaren fans, how do you feel now? What, what, what are you feeling? And yet, bizarrely, and how do you explain this to the public? When we saw um, Alonso catching Hamilton, this amazing race, and all of a sudden behind, we saw this little orange thing, <laughs> sorry, papaya. And it kept on getting closer the two that we were watching have a titanic battle for fourth place. Well, hold on a minute. That back of the green McLaren's doing yeah. the same. The only thing I'd try to explain it to you is that because he knew he had to stop every 10 laps to have his hydraulics pumped up, whatever that problem was, he probably knew he could stress the tyre more because it wouldn't yeah, degrade. So, but then the trouble is then, that exaggerates the fact that both Fernando and Lewis, although we thought they are having a titanic race, well, at the same time, not quite driving as quick as the cars could go because they had to think the long haul to still make the tyres last. So we say quite often about Formula E that it's not really a... Yeah, it's a bit of... They, yeah, they, a bit of strategy. Coasting, yeah. this, is, this is a bit so of lifting and coasting proved as well. that, you know, Fernando and Lewis, although they were both uh, having an amazing race, were still at the same time having to make their tyres last. Yeah, but McLaren, oh my goodness, where are they going to go from you know, here? You talk about the tyres lasting because they kept on saying, although Fernando's tyres were four laps early or something, well, I don't know, they were slightly newer, weren't they? But they kept on saying, you know, that Fernando's going to wear his tyres out chasing Lewis and then chasing Carlos. But it showed that um, the Aston Martin got lack of tyre degrade because when he got past them, he just pulled away from Lewis. Yeah. Like, there was nobody there. So, so I mean, a very entertaining second half, thanks to Fernando and it Aston Martin. It wasn't entertaining, really, was it? It was well, a bit of a... overtakes. Yeah. And the move he did on Lewis, diving yeah, in something, great. that was a good move. And it's, it's so close. It wasn't a DRS no. drive-by, but he had the extra tyre grip. Yeah. And so that's, you know... That made the difference. Which is what the tyres are designed to do. Uh, support races then were all good entertainment. F2 and F3, they were banging wheels. There were more um, track limits, seconds, track limits, warnings. And then they had these pit lane infringements, and that got me really riled up. Because in the first Formula 3 race, there were two guys that were given a, drive, a stop and go drive through penalty because one of their mechanics hadn't got the jump start battery off the grid of the designated. They always had these strict rules you yeah. must all leave the yeah. grid. But this is the first race of the season. You've got new mechanics, new teams. You've got the drivers that have collected together two, three, four million pounds to buy the seat. The driver's having a good sixth, seventh place on the road. Now, if you hit another car and cause an accident, you get, what, a five-second penalty or ten-second penalty? Rules are rules. But for your mechanic being late getting the battery off the track... But where do, where do you draw the line? And, where do you draw the line? You have Yellow to. card, red card... Find the team. Mm. Find the team a million pounds. Yeah, if you were yeah not the don't, driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ruin the driver's yeah, weekend. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's just I get ridiculous. that. Find, find the teams. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it just looks stupid. I mean, you can have a. I mean, especially the first race of the year. 
you know, we'll let you off the first race of the year. You can't do that. No, can but you? next races from now on, everybody. Yellow, yellow card be the only thing, but you are the, all the team, aren't you? The driver and the team no, is, is, is all I one. I didn't like that. Anyway, so then, of course, you have the reverse grid races, which, of course, I He loves reverse grid races. So in the uh, Formula 2 race, the 10th fastest Formula 2 driver, Ralph Boschong from Switzerland, went from pole position to win. And it was his first win in 96 starts. He's wow. done Formula 2 for six years, bless him. He's had four podiums, I think, in six in, in 96 races or 95 races. And, and he's finally had his win. But to be fair, he then had to start 10th in the main race. But because there was a huge shunt in the first lap and about half the top 10 spun off and went everywhere, he actually got through to second in the feature race and finished second. Wow, what so a weekend me, the, for him. The second place in the he's, feature race yeah, is much, much more better. than winning the reverse yeah. grid. So, Ralph Boschon, you're now a winner, but you haven't <laughs> yet won a real race, Ralph. I always, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's the way I look at reverse but good sec, but a good second place. Um, but well ahead of uh, Ralph in the second race, in the main race, was Theo Porsche, who was pole position, dominated the weekend. He was always, When he won Class. Monaco years ago, everyone said Porsche's going to be for it. He's an Alpine Academy, Alpine Reserve driver. Um, and he's never qualified well. It's always been a problem. He's always battled through, but on pole. Yeah, he, was, he was class. Miles away. Yeah. Um, the only British are Ollie Behrman, who I've got great hopes for, but uh, he qualified 12th. I mean, very, very tight grid, apart from Porsche. I was well out the front. But he, he kept on wearing his tires, that's bless him. The feature race, he was, he was running third and fourth, staying with the pack, and then all of a sudden, woof. Back to fourth to fourteenth, I think, in the last few laps. So Ollie's got to learn about this dreaded Pirelli drop-off that they have to drive. With that in mind, um, so could should Porsche be in Formula One? Well, I think he's next on the list for almost everyone. I think because you know it's a bit like you know Piastri. He's the next Piastri at the moment. If he can, if he can keep this up for the years, but sh- this is why we need twenty-six or twenty-four te- uh, cars on the grid. So well, they've got it in Formula. Yeah, I know to give more yeah, drives Formula, Formula One. One. I know. Uh, Formula 3 at the uh, reverse grid sprint race, the uh, 11th and 12th fastest drivers in qualifying finished first and second, you guess, because <laughs> they were given the front row. Um, the Argentino and Franco Colapinto winning that You're race. very good with these pronunciations, very good. Uh, and the feature race, the, again, the first two on the grid in the feature race finished first and second on the road. Um, but it was, it was disaster for old Gabriel Mini, because... Guess what you got a five-second penalty for? Yeah, same start, thing again, start, start procedure. procedure. It might have been his fault. He might have driven in and been slightly out of position. So they're fair enough, that might have been. But he led across the line from Gabriel Bortoletto. I am delighted for the start procedure five-second penalty. Do you know why? It got me a third place at Brands Hatch. Someone ahead of me. So, yeah, so, uh, but the, the worst thing was that media, he, he led Bortoletto towards the end. And I think Bortoletto probably thought, I don't need to overtake him. He's got five seconds. And they'd pulled enough away from the pack that with the five-second penalty, um, Meany would have still qualified, finished fourth, I think. But then a pace car came out and they crossed the finishing line behind the pace car. So he dropped right It's so eight, frustrating. You seconds. win some, you lose some, don't you? But yeah. um, very frustrating. Brits, we've got several... Brits, Safe, safety car, by the way, not a pace car. car. Safety car. Uh, the Brits didn't have a good way mainly, except Luke Browning. Luke Browning is our winning Brit of the weekend. He came from 18th on the grid to 5th in the feature race. A brilliant drive from Luke, who, of course, has only just graduated from uh, GB3. So he's never done the, the international before. Um, Sophia Fleur, she's got to mention the lady. She came back very boldly. She'd come back to single-seaters, but um, back down the pack, finished 21st. But hopefully she'll have better We've got runs. another lady to talk about coming up. 
In IndyCar? No, IndyCar. IndyCar lights, yeah. In the Indy lights. We'll move on to that. Move on to Indy lights. So, yeah, lots of good action, but I mean, the trouble with Bahrain and those circuits, so much runoff, there is so much um, track limits going on, the cars everywhere, but hey-ho, if you don't want something to hit, then that's the sort of track you have. Whereas if you want something to hit, you go and watch IndyCar around St. Petersburg. I've been on Twitter saying, you know, the entertainment was just 10 times the Grand Prix. And then, of course, the Grand Prix fanatics moan, oh, but they're all spec cars and they're slower than Formula <laughs> 2 cars. I don't care how quick they're around the lap time. And the other thing I pointed out, because they say you shouldn't compare Formula 1 to IndyCar, you know, just enjoy both as different things. But to me, IndyCar is shouting at, at Ross Braun and me, they have got ground effect cars. Mm. And those ground effect cars that Delara have designed, yes, they're all the same. They can run nose to gearbox mm. with no problem through the corners. Yeah. So that the IndyCar aero rules allow them not just a bit closer like Ross Braun's things. Oh, they're, oh, they're closer than they used to be, but they're, they're not close enough to race without DRS. But people people saying to you as well that IndyCar is so different to Formula 1 it's, and it's more Formula 2 um, speed. But Logan Sargent's just come in and proved that yeah, he, he's, you know, he's quick. He's Roman's quick. Good. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway, but it was all going to be Roman Grosjean's day. And Roman, a much loved driver, I think. Not I loved him before he, his speed before did was you? great. Before did you? His See, I only fell yeah. in love with him after his accident. After the big act. The big How fight. did he get out of that? Yeah. I just do not know. It's just in, it's, but it's it was like going to be movie. his weekend. He was on pole for the first time and dominated the race uh, until um, there was a safety car and uh, the, the crew of Scott McLaughlin got Scott out just ahead of. Um, uh, of Roma, well, then it might not even be a safety car because they have to have green flag stops because they have to stop during the race to fuel up and get, change the tyres. So he was then following Scott McLaughlin, and then McLaughlin had to pit. They came out the pit lane, McLaughlin came out the pit lane as, as on cold tyres, something we're looking forward to in Formula One. Not so easy on your first lap if your tyres aren't in an oven. I would love that, it'd be so um, good. And Grosjean got virtually, well, he was a car length, not it was just front of his back of his car ahead. But he was on the outside, because obviously McLaughlin gave him the outside. And as he turned in, McLaughlin, on his colder tyres, locked up the rears, clattered into Grosjean and took them both out. And they were so... They're very honest in IndyCar, I find. A lot of the drivers. And McLaughlin, he was almost in tears afterwards. He's mates with Grosjean. He yeah. just, I know I'd done it, you know. I just... I got suckered in, and then the rears locked. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of shots. So, so in terms of Grosjean, just before we go on to that, if Grosjean had a, a nose stud... Do you think that would have affected anything when he had that big <laughs> fireball? This fucks about. Would have been very years. hot. Yeah, he's still got his. Um, but it was it was a crash through a lot of race. Um, there were twenty seven cars around this what one and a half mile and how long it is. Very short uh, track, and there was a huge shunt on the opening lap, um, which if you haven't seen it, it's pretty terrifying because the last car comes in. There's a car stop sideways on, and the last man in that's still going too quick. <sighs> hit him in the middle and threw it straight up in the air, about 10 it. feet, literally wow. threw the car up in the air. Um, but it was wow. basically, there's a nasty sort of turn two and three as an S-Ben, very high high speed. And um, it was actually Scott Dixon clashed in with Felix Rosenquist to put Rosenquist in the wall. Everyone then checks up like mad. And of course, the guys at the back don't see it. They're still full yep. throttle. And yep. it was, uh, I forget what it was, went to the back of... Uh, anyway, how many cars went out? Five cars went out in that shunt on the opening corner. Then later on, it was nonetheless, Renus VK went into the wall and Jack Harvey, the leading British driver, um, went straight into him because he stopped. No relation to Tim. Uh, no relation to Tim. And then Kyle Kirkwood, again, hit the two cars blocking the road and flew over the top. And the two landed like a nosedive. 
who actually continued after that. He went back to the pits and had a new nose. Um, <laughs> another later on, Will Power took out uh, Colton Herter, whereas most of the drivers say, sorry, mate. Uh, Will Power said, no, I was there, mate. I was on the, he knew I was on the inside. It was your fault, Will, that one. <laughs> so now we've got a new race now. So now we've got a Pato Award. But then we did the restart after the Grosjean crash. Pato Award and McLaren. And he leapt away at first. Looked like he was going to cruise to the win. But then Marcus Harrison tracked him down with Scott Dixon behind him. We had three cars going into the what, fast, last five laps. It was a proper race. And poor old Pato. He had a bit of wheel spin coming out of the corner onto the main straight. Long straight. And all of a sudden the car hesitated and coughed. And apparently it was what they called it. It was an explosion in his plenum chamber. <laughs> Do you, can you tell me what that is technically? <laughs> plenum. Yeah, hopefully you got some notes on it. No, it's just, it was, I think it was a plenum explosion. So the car just coughed and hesitated. And Ericsson was past him. Went wow. on to win. So Pate was in tears afterwards. And they do all the drivers' interviews straight away, the top six, you know, and how did you feel? What about um, British uh, Callum Eilat? Callum Eilat said that. I'm glad you mentioned him because he had a, you've missed all the shit. He only qualified 22nd. Yep. That's what you can do in IndyCar. If you get your strategy right and you, you have to swap, stop from them. They're not red tyres anymore, they're green. Probably yeah, they're sustainable. That. I bet they're sustainably designed now. <laughs> so the softer tyres are green sidewall, the alternates, and then you have the, the, the black sidewalls, which are slower and last longer. But they seem to be... Why is in Formula One they seem to be sort of very different? These are sort of cleverly consistent but different. They don't go off as much. Anyway. And he came from 22nd to 25th. Strategy, keep nose clean. Brilliant. Brilliant run. Did a nice interview. Asked him I hope he does well this year. He's a super talented yeah. kid and he's very, and very likable as well. He's very likable. Yeah. Uh, then, in, of course, Indy Lights, now Indy NXT and Indy Next. Next. We've got three British drivers out there. Uh, had rather... Um, Disappointing results. Um, uh, Enam Ahmed, who started the pack in the middle, uh, was in the wall on the first lap. He was out. Uh, pole sitter Louis Foster on pole, but he battled at the front of the race for half the race, ended up um, in the tire wall. And poor old Jamie Chadwick started right at the back and battled hard at the back and ended up um, in the tire wall. So all the Brits, I think Louis not, um, not... Foster and Jamie both got to the end of the race, so they had to repair nose cones. Not the start Jamie Chadwick or but a, the but a, female supporters would no, want. But a really, a really hard track to, to go with at the deep end. Because you, you wouldn't have ever driven around there. You know, there's no mm. test you would have a simulator. Sim, of course, yeah. Tough cars to drive. And it really, if you haven't watched it on telly at all, it's just the best raciest, you know, street track. But it's just wall to wall to wall to wall to wall. Um, so that was all the Americans. So, so they're kissing the walls on the way out. Oh, loads yeah. of kissing walls. Those are wall kissing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it, it was amazing. Really entertaining. I'm sorry it's racing. I'm sorry it's not the most high-tech cars, if that's what you want to see them go round and round with degrading and going half speed. Um, still over in American NASCAR. I was up till about midnight. I'd watched a lot of television. You were with your mate, though, so it wasn't so bad. You he were... went to bed for the NASCAR. Steve, Steve from uh, Motor Passion. Yeah. His, uh... That wasn't Steve, no. Oh, that was Graham Duxford, oh. the South African guy. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, NASCAR to Las Vegas, which never produces the closest of racing. It's a two-mile, no, one-and-a-half-mile oval. But it can go for... There's some moments after starts that are very exciting. They're close to them, but... Not many yellow flags, not many it incidents. It is nuts, those starts of NASCAR, oh, isn't no, it? it? Absolutely is nuts. These cars touching each other, <laughs> a train of ten. Anyway, it doesn't matter because Carl Larson, the number <laughs> five, worked his way to the front. He's about sixth on the grid. And after about, with about three of the 270 laps to go, he had a four-second lead. And this happens so often in NASCAR. The commentators say, we need a yellow, we need a yellow now. And um, I forget what was... 
I forget it was. Someone spun, hit the wall. So then it's all yellow, yellows. Then they, then they go to the pits. Then you have to decide, do we go to the pits? We take four tyres. Then it's take, pace car? stay out, pace car. Yeah. One guy stayed out of the Hamlin, the level of Hamlin, didn't change any tyres. And the others all went and had two tyres. You could four tyres, you'd start from 10th, but then you might anyway. So the two tyres, you just go from one side. You wouldn't go yeah, from, yeah. yeah. And then um, restart and uh, he got boxed in. <laughs> So tell me, so William if, what's, it, what's, his, what's his team, uh, Carl Larson's Hendrick, team? Hendrick Motorsports. So Hendrick Motorsports. Can't you get Carl Larson's biggest fan a ticket to one of the races? Would you ask for his autograph? Already got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we went out there, mate. He is, but he is. The, but, but to be fair, the, it was his teammate that won it. Carl Larson, if you're, not, if you're watching this, do you know who this man is? He's <laughs> racing Le Mans. He's 14 Le Mans. Grand Prix driver. Anyway, when and he's going to William, William Barra. William Barra won it. Actually, Barra had dominated the first half of the race and he had a bad pit stop that allowed Carl to get ahead. I was picking you up then. I know you were. Well, all the Chevrolets, I'm just saying it's all the same team. They, they finished first, second, okay. third. Hendrick. Hendrick invitation. So that was NASCAR. Not <laughs> the most exciting. I have to say, not the most exciting. They're not always exciting. Nor is every IndyCar race exciting. Nor is every Formula One race boring. It was a boring race. Okay. Um, what else do we have left last week? The World Superbikes down in Indonesia. And this Alvaro Bautista, last year's champion, who's come in and upset the books with his Ducati, had two more wins and then, then fell off battling with Jonathan Ray in the third race. So he's increased his championship lead. Top Prague. Ragsgatsunogu. Oh, not Yeah, but you didn't say it right, did you? What did I say? Ragsgatliogu. Ragsgatliogu. That's how his friends say it. You put an S in the middle. Yeah, that's how his friends say it. Um... Uh, he took the third win, says, but but the Brits, three Brits, no podiums for Jonathan Ray. Jonathan Ray's having a bad year. He's sixth in the championship. One podium. The only British podium was for Alex Lowe's, who's now 12th in the championship. And Scott Redding, bad season with his BMW, was, is now 17th in the championship. So that was my exhausting report from last weekend. I got some other stuff. Well, for those of you that are watching instead of listening, you'll see that we're in a car and we're in together. So this is Tiff's Hendy car. Just going to plug the sponsors. Bother me getting money. <laughs> but behind, in shot, just in shot, the, the blue is it Tiff's is. BMW M2 at Thruxton. We're at Thruxton. We've been doing some filming today. Um, so that's another plug. You too can sit in that car. And do you know Thruxton have got, they've got a certain amount of track days per year. They've yeah. got some spare for 2023, just in case <laughs> <laughs> you want a track day as well. Um and I've got, I have got a question for you. I touched on it a couple of times. Should, and let us know if you are still listening or watching, should Lewis Hamilton be allowed to wear a nose stuff? Of course he should. What's the big deal? They're making such a fuss about this. And and people, mechanics with batteries still on the grid. Yeah, do, do you know what? I, I think that there are rules. Rules should be adhered to. And otherwise, you know, where, no, where's but, that line? But, 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 but I agree. Punitive. But I agree with you. Too I, punitive. Oh, 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 I agree. I agree with you that there should be about a team penalty, not a driver penalty. It's not dangerous because the bloke won't wave his green flag to go out of the formation there until there's no people. On the yeah, grid. but you might have you put start delayed up or something. Yeah, exactly. It's dangerous. And then, yeah, and then it's start delayed, and then everyone else has just worn their tyres, and well, the tyres have gone cold, and then first race of the year it was too too punitive. Okay, so anything else? No, just what's coming after all that. There's hardly anything this weekend after all last <laughs> week's. I'll have a lion. I think this Sunday. Not much to watch. Um, but I think we've never talked about them, so I'm going to have a little word about the, the, the Repco, they're called, the supercars down in Australia, which we should report on, because it's brilliant racing. It is amazing racing. I mean, it's like, yeah. uh, it's halfway between NASCAR and B2 Noisy, cars. It's almost yeah, near a NASCAR exciting. than it is, and it's just... 
but it's different now because Holden's have gone, new rules, it's the Gen 3 cars. And so this year, the only cars on the grid, instead of Holden's and Ford's, there are 14 Chevrolet Camaros against 11 Ford Mustangs. They've got different regulations. And as they see it, to increase the racing, to make the racing better, what do you think they've done with the new generation to help make racing better? Go on. Reduce the aero. Reduce the aero. Motorbikes, MotoGP journalists are all now writing that the aerodynamics is going to ruin motorbikes. The way it's going, these little winglets and stuff. Every time we let these brilliant boffins run our motorsport, they should be flipping while designing aeroplanes, <laughs> not cars and motorbikes. So they have got their first round um, in the middle of the night for us, obviously, in Newcastle. Obviously not Newcastle in the football ground up north, but Newcastle. It's on the seaside, actually, in Australia. It's not far away. I used to live there back in the day. Um, NASCAR, of course, they go to the one-mile uh, Phoenix, the low-bank Phoenix. So that's a totally different track from the speedways they've been at so far this year. And, um, oh, yes, the only thing on our side of the plant, if you do want to watch um, some, some um, beach buggies going around the, the soundy sand, um, you can watch them. Uh, but you will have to listen to two commentators shouting non-stop from one to the other. Oh, then there's a banking and they've got to go do this side and which way over. Oh, they've got to change their seatbelts. So there's a driver change coming on. There. One person is getting out of the car. The other person is getting in the car. They've got to put their seatbelts on. Look, they're putting seatbelts on. I think we'll cut it there. Who's your favourite commentator ever? Murray. Murray Walker. <laughs> Who would shout a lot when it was exciting. Yeah. And then he'd be calm and cool. Yeah. And the famous phrase was, let the pictures do the talking. But Which, nowadays... You don't have to tell us what we're looking at because we are looking at it. Unless you're doing it not on TV, unless you're doing it on radio. That's a different commentator. Yeah, it is. You're right. Radio commentator does have to paint the picture non-stop. Good. So that's your choice. In fact, there's no choice in, in this side of the world to watch live apart from... Um, XE. There you go. Heard it straight Cheers from everyone. the Come to Thraxton. Passenger ride with Tiff. <laughs> Thraxtonracing.co.uk. Why don't they sponsor us? They should sponsor us. They should. Us. They should. Yeah. They should.